Okay, I have Sophia with me. And Sophia, can you tell me if you could travel anywhere, where would you like to go? Um, probably Haiti. Haiti? Yeah, so you could visit all your uh, old friends and family there. We're going in March, though. <gasps> you are? That's so awesome. Well, yay. Well, I hope you guys have a blast. Thank you so much for answering my question. Bye. Let's sit down and talk about your story I'll show you that you're far from boring Life's a whole lot better when you share with someone that cares This is Happy Talks Hey you guys, welcome to Happy Talks, this is Aaron And this is Peter And let me think I met Peter, I guess I met Peter like a while ago. He moved into my pastor's house, like along with his other roommates that he has here. But I didn't really actually start talking to him until recently. Uh, saw you at a bunch of the early morning 6 a.m. prayer meetings. And we're also in like a pursuing God, like reading the Bible or studying the Bible yeah. uh, class at the moment through Foundry, someone's teaching and everything. And it's, it's a lot of fun, super interesting. Um, but yeah, and I guess, I guess like being in close proximity kind of broke the ice. We're like, yeah. hey, yeah. <laughs> we've just passed by each other forever. Let's actually talk now. Yeah, and so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'll just let you kind of take it away, wherever yeah. you want to start. So I, a lot of people don't know this, but I am originally from Russia. I was oh, born in Russia. Um, I was adopted when I was four. So my story starts um, obviously there. I my mom had us. Um, I I was probably the baby I think of that family um, as well as the one I got adopted into. Um, but so my mom gave me and Anna to my grandmother, and my grandmother took care of us for about. Um, a year for me, it was a year for Anna. It was a little less. Mm -hmm. Um, and Anna went to an orphanage. Mm. Um, and so there, um, it, it, it was kind of a flash, like a period of my time that, uh, I don't really remember. Yeah. I do remember a few things, you know, people are always like, what, what do you remember from Russia? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I have three vivid memories. So one is there. There was a big room that we all slept in, probably a hundred rooms uh, or a hundred beds. And one night I was going to bed and everyone was like grouped up by the window. So I went to go see, you know, what was happening outside. And there's these kids skiing down this big old uh, hill that was right beside our house or beside the building. Um, and I don't know why that's impressed into my mind, but that was something <laughs> kind of cool. I guess I thought that was really fun. <clears throat> and this was at the orphanage? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so... And then another one was, uh, so there was this playground below the building that we played at very rarely, mm -hmm. uh, just kind of when the people that were watching us felt like, you know, we, we they need to get out and get some energy out. Mm -hmm. And so they weren't very nice. Oh. And I had to go to the restroom and it was probably an eight minute walk from the playground up to our building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and so I was like, 
I don't know, whatever I said in Russian, you know, <laughs> I need to go to the restroom. They thought, like, I had to pee or something, so they're like, just go behind behind the bush. And I was like, no, <laughs> I need to go. And so they were like, no, you can hold it. They were like, pretty much hold it. And I was like, I need to go. Finally, they were like, okay, we'll, you know, we'll take you up, up to the room, let you go to the bathroom and come back down. Well, on the way, mm. you know, I couldn't hold anymore. Oh, no. And so we got to the bathroom and the lady was like, all right, we'll go. And I was like, uh, I already have. <laughs> oh, no. Um, and so that's just one memory that just, you know, I will never forget. Um, yeah. And then I would say I had the third one. What was it? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head. So kind of the backstory of how I got adopted. My parents um, are from Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. They uh, had... Three kids. Gracie is the oldest. Um, Sir Douglas is the next, and then Sanford, the next. And so uh, they were wanting to adopt one mm-hmm. kid, and so they were looking around and um, just couldn't find the orphanage. And, I mean, they were being picky about it. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't feel like the Lord was calling them to anywhere in particular. They were looking all over Russia, and they took a break for a little while. Um, and they were like, you know, the Lord will lead us to the kid or kids. They only want to adopt one, but, you know, they're open to adopting two. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, the Lord will lead us. Um, and so, yeah. And so Anna, the lady that was helping them find, um, find us, um, was like, hey, there's this orphanage that I just recently found, um, <laughs> And I think y'all should go look at it. So they flew over to Russia um, and came to the orphanage that me and Anna are at. And they were like, there's these two brother and sister. Um, They've been in here for about a year. We weren't previously in orphanages when Mm -hmm. mom and dad were looking. So that's kind of (laughs) crazy that they were looking and we weren't in the orphanage yet. And the Lord wasn't going to allow them to pick pick someone until we were, you know, (laughs) they found us so just a crazy story um and so they they found us they were like these are the ones we want and we're gonna adopt both of them because we don't want to separate them yeah um and so yeah and so we got adopted and I vaguely remember a few things after getting adopted. I, I remember the hotel room. I remember playing cars with dad on, on the floor on the airport. Um, and eating really good food because the food in Russia was horrible. Oh. <laughs> um, and so, yeah. And then just, you know, coming come to the U.S. I remember being just like an overload of information and like mm-hmm. everything's just flying at you at 90 miles an hour. Yeah. I was four years old, but like I still kind of remember it. Um, and it was sometime after July 4th. So people were still shooting fireworks. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember shooting, or not shooting, but lighting uh, sparklers when we got back. And mm-hmm. it was just a great, I, I always have like a special just thing for fireworks. Because it just yeah. kind of remember, reminds me of like coming to the U.S. And yeah. Just, I don't know. It's cool. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, life moves on. Um, meet Isaiah Friedemann, who lives down the street from me. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah, if you're listening, I had to shout you out. Um, 
so we've been friends forever. Um, mm-hmm. And well, I was talking to him recently, and he was like, man, when you came over and like couldn't speak English, I was like trying to communicate with you, but you were just speaking to me in Russian, and it was, it was crazy. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I was just like, I kind of just brings back memories of us just hanging out and like i think i can remember like hanging out and not being able to just understand him but being like he's like he's a good friend like he's he's gonna sit on me and he has and it's been it's been great relationship um and so time flies on um mom homeschools me from when i when i get into the u.s to about um I'd say 10th grade. Um, And so, you know, school's hard. I've just (laughs) never been a school-oriented person. Um, I just cannot focus that for a long period of time on things that just don't interest me. And school Mm -hmm. did not interest me. Yeah. And so I did lots of just, like, helpful programs to help me learn. Um and I scraped by and thanks to mom you know I graduated but so in about I was probably 17 18 um you know my biological sister Anna um went off to college was doing her thing um my older sister was um what was she doing she was a nurse um it still is but you know they were really close and um i feel like my family's always had like had people that kind of stuck together so Mm -hmm. me and sir douglas kind of in sanford kind of always stuck together and gracie and anna kind of stuck together and i mean it was it was fun um we all loved each other but that was kind of the groups that would Mm -hmm. hang out um but i also would jump like i would jump into Anna's and um, Gracie's group a lot and we'd always hang out and do stuff um, and so I, I didn't have like any particular grounds that I kind of stuck with mm-hmm. um, and so I don't know they started doing their thing and you know mom and dad weren't very happy uh, about it I mean they weren't you know rebelling um, but they were just not pleased and so um Anna and Gracie moved to North Carolina for a little bit. Um, Gracie was a travel nurse, and Anna just, you know, wanted to kind of get out and experience the world. And they weren't really on speaking terms. Mm. So it was just a hard... With mom and dad. (laughs) Like, that was difficult. (laughs) Yeah. Um, With mom and dad. And so, um, you know, it was, it was hard because I, I was kind of like the mediator since mm-hmm. I was kind of in the middle and I was just, you know, always talking to them or talking to mom and dad. I didn't really have, um, like I didn't have a side that I picked, mm-hmm. but mom and dad thought, you know, I was, you know, going, moving towards, you know, following after SD's or after, uh, Gracie and Anna's footsteps and mm-hmm. I really didn't. I was pretty just laid back. I didn't really care. Yeah. Um, has it gotten better at all since? It has. Okay. Um, it definitely has. Um, but it's it's been a long progress and um, a long path. Um, I would say... So pretty much I was sent to French camp for a little while. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they... 
they just didn't think um, they thought I kind of need to get away from the whole situation mm-hmm. because I was getting a little too involved and it was kind of just hurting me because yeah. just seeing my family kind of torn apart right. was hard um, and I didn't really understand it and was kind of struggling with some just respect issues with mom mm-hmm. and dad um, it's kind of a thing with adopted um, adopted kids is you kind of reach a point to where you're like my parents my real parents abandoned me and mm. these people are like trying to control my life yeah and I had a, a very small patch of that um, mm. <clears throat> and so I went to I was see uh, summer before my junior year um, I was sent to French camp and I liked it because I was kind of got away from the whole just situation mm-hmm. away from you know mom and dad and you got to be a kid yeah. basically but French camp is how do you call it it's crazy it's kid it's like so I explain this um, to people like this it's a Christian boot camp <laughs> it's like taking all the worst kids from every school and combining into them them into like a really tight school where you can't like leave mm. and so obviously terrible stuff's gonna go down <laughs> um and i was just like an innocent what was that 18 17 18 year old mm. that had no idea like what was out there yeah and i was just exposed to so much in one summer and some of it was good some of it was bad um and so i was there um, I was there until my end of my senior year, um, mm-hmm. and I'd made some really good friends, um, but I was just ready to leave. I was like, this is just, it's, it's so much, there's so much like hurt and people there that are struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was hard, um, hard to see, but it was also eye opening to be like, I thought I had a messed up family mm-hmm. to seeing people who, you know, had no mom and dad or um, just abusive parents. Yeah. Um, Jordan Jones also went to French camp and we were good friends there. And she was a, she was a solid friend. Um, but I had very few yeah. of, of people that I was, I would consider friends. I mean, there's plenty of people there. I, I tried to fit in for the first little bit and mm-hmm. just conform to the the whole um school and everything and that just didn't didn't end well um but you know i learned um i actually had a counselor there and i was like i don't really need a counselor like i'm doing all right like i don't know why like they want to give me this counselor and we talked every once a week and and we didn't seem to get very far. Like he just he would inquire about my family, and um, he was just like, you know, you gotta see your parents are trying to do what they think is best, and mm-hmm. like obviously they're gonna just you know they're gonna mess up. They're not gonna do you know what they what you want them to do. Yeah. But you kind of gotta see that as them just you know giving it their best shot. Um, mm-hmm. And then one day it just kind of clicked. I was like, wow, like I've been dumb about this whole <laughs> whole thing. Like they really, they 
after just thinking of like everything they did to go over to Russia mm-hmm. to a, adoption search, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and just the money, not just the money, but the time and just everything they put into it was just phenomenal. Um, and so just seeing that and it just kind of clicked like you've been selfish and ignorant and like all these things and you haven't like given one thought about like what they're going through um and so I was like whoa (laughs) wow um and so yeah and so I came back from French camp graduated with a um homeschool organization called Czech um and it was good um it was kind of weird because I'd spent almost two years at a different school building relationships um and I wasn't able to graduate with them um so that was that was challenging um but I was just so ready to get out of French camp (laughs) yeah um I didn't really really care um so I graduated and then I jumped into work which was plumbing I got a plumbing job with a company. Um, how did you how did oh, yeah. you come across plumbing? Yeah. Um, so I cut a lot out, but um, <laughs> so at French camp, I went. Um, I took this class, a welding class, and just loved it. I was just like, "This is what I want to do for a living. I want to weld." Um, and I still like have a desire to get a welder and you know just tinker around with it because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I took this class. It was amazing. I was like, that's what I'm going to do. So I mm-hmm. came home and looked at Heinz welding program. Mm-hmm. And, um, when I went into the class, they were like, well, all the seats are taken, all the seats are full. Mm-hmm. Um, you might could try like trying another trade mm-hmm. for one semester and seeing if people drop out. Cause there's going to be a lot of people that's going to drop out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll do that. And so I was walking down the hall, looking at all the trades, and Barry Evans, the plumbing teacher, walks out. He's like, hey, man, are you looking for a trade? And I was like, yeah, kind of. He was like, well, you should come try plumbing out. He's <laughs> like, I've got a few seats open, but really it was like the whole class because no one got <laughs> Nobody was there. Um, and so started plumbing that class. That got me interested in it. I, I didn't really have a lot, like a great desire to do it. Uh, originally didn't really pay much attention to it until I got hired um, from a, a man who lives in in Belhaven named Mike Kinney and he owns Quality Plumbing just his wife and um, him do it and they were great teachers um, and they're actually the um, boss of my, or they taught my, pre, my uh, boss that I'm at right now and his brother um, Patton Ford and Crockett Ford with uh, with uh, Ford Plumbing that I'm at right now. So okay. kind of just a cool connection there. And the Lord, <laughs> just looking back, um, the Lord's kind of been with me every step of the way mm-hmm. from, you know, being adopted to um, coming over here, getting into French camp and schools, the challenges and everything. Yeah. Uh, but all, through all those challenges, you know, um, I can I can see God's hand, you know, pushing me and guiding me um, to where I am right now, uh, working and 
going to Foundry <laughs> and just having a great uh, community base there. Yeah. Um, that's what I've really needed lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been, been really amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any questions? I do. I do have some questions. How far were you in, like how many semesters in school were you before you got hired? Were you completely graduated by then from yeah. trade school? Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, no. So I'm still technically in trade school. Okay. Um, I was, I just graduated um, from Czech um, and I had recently gotten, um, I was looking in trade schools, gotten trade schools, and then I got hired um, as soon as I got into plumbing okay. class. Okay. So. so like, like the how many days into it then? Like, so the first semester you started, yeah. we're in, wow. So the first semester I got hired because there's just a shortage of plumbers. Right. Um, and you were just taught as you went. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. I am right now um, in plumbing in the third year. I have one more year of plumbing. Okay. Um, and so. Plumbing oh, school, like one yeah. more year of school. Okay. Yeah. And so plumbing school is, you know, what it sounds like is learning about plumbing, mm-hmm. but you really don't learn about it in a book you got to go out and do it and, oh yeah um it's a very hands-on trade <laughs> yeah and so um i've really not learned much mm-hmm. in school but it's just <laughs> kind of like something that if i ever went to like a big big um corporation where they were um you know doing some just heavy equipment um mm-hmm. it'd, it'd look good on a resume oh yeah um and so, yeah, been doing that. Ch- I changed schools recently um, to, I was at Hans, now I'm at um, CBABC, okay. Association of Builders and Contractors. Um, Hans kind of, their plumbing program kind of closed down because there were so few um, people yeah. getting into it. Um, <laughs> so if you want to be a plumber, come talk to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, that is... A snippet of my story. I feel like I left a ton. No, no, no. I have more questions. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, So when did you decide to move into Elijah's? Like, how did that come about? Yeah. So I'd been working. um, I've been working for a while, living with my parents, going to school, just the daily grind. And like, were you still living with your parents while you're in trade school? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I was, um, I was in trade school at Heinz, mm-hmm. um, I was uh, working still with Mike and Jan Kenny in Bellhaven, um, and I was just like, you know, I'm, I would love to move out of the house, have a little more just responsibility, mm-hmm. um, and was looking around, couldn't really find anything that I was interested in, um, and then, you know, Mom was talking to Miss Mary one day and was like, we just really want Peter to move out and, and not, not in a bad way, but <laughs> yeah, not in a bad way, but just in a, we want him to, you know, gain, have that independence. Um, independence yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and so she was like, well, Elijah's actually, um, might have a room open. And so talked to him, everything just happened. And that was a year ago um so last january i uh or january before last um (laughs) i got in here and it's been great great experience great guys couldn't ask for a better situation here um and work's not far um it's in ridgeland down down the road from m7 so close um 
Yeah, it's been been a good good one. Awesome. Did so? Did you um, did you only start coming to Foundry after you moved here, and did it take a while for you to start going to Foundry, or like how did how yeah. that happen? So, um, I've been. I, I'd say I I'd gone to Foundry a couple times, um, enjoyed it, but was either at um, my my parents' church or my girlfriend's church. Um, and then, so things just happen and now I'm at Foundry full time. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd come, I just, I'd come back cause I just love the community. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about it. Um, uh, my parents' church was Pear Orchard. It's a Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. It was a good church, had some good friends there. Um, but it was different. Um, it was... Uh, the community, the younger community, the youth mm-hmm. group, I just didn't really, really ever get mm-hmm. too involved in. Um, there were definitely groups in there, and I just couldn't really find my niche there. Yeah. Um, and so, just, I don't know, started going to Foundry, and I just felt like God was calling me there, and there's people that I was connecting with, and mm-hmm. friendships I was making, and I was like, this is, this is where I need to be. Yeah. So. That's really awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, any like, just fun facts about yourself or random things about yourself hmm. that you could share? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like you, you've mentioned that you didn't like love school a whole lot. Yeah. Do you like to read or is it too close to school now that you kind of like? No, I prefer not to. Um, hmm. I do like I do enjoy picking up a good book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to work really hard <laughs> to read it. Um, I'm just not. I've never been a good reader. I've just never been very school oriented. Um, but I love just working on projects and um, just kind of around the house things. Yeah, I was gonna uh, ask. Like, do you have like any hobbies mm-hmm. right now or? Not really, other than hunting and fishing, <laughs> they can take up a lot of time. I yeah, love to do. fly fish. Okay. Um, so I'm a big, you know, pond fly fisher, uh, fisherman. <laughs> nice. Um, I've done some good Colorado, you know, um, stream fishing, and that is, is just so cool. Um, I, I think one thing about fishing is just, I don't know, I feel like you connect with just nature um something about it it uh and that you just really see god's creation uh when you're out there mm-hmm. on the lake yeah. and especially when like the sun's going down me and isaiah have um, many memories out at lake caroline <laughs> um, my grandfather lives out there uh and he has a little pond in the back and um just very very many memories of just you know catching some bass um <laughs> And just hanging out and listening to some music, and mm-hmm. um, that's that's my sweet spot right there. It's just yeah. you know, being out in the pond. Um, I mean, not even catching fish. It's just you know the community um, mm-hmm. and just just the beautiful beautiful scenery yeah. out there. Um, so I'd say hunting and fishing are my two main hobbies. Yeah, that I do. and they're, they're quiet and they're peaceful sports. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, you just kind of get to soak in everything around you. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. 
Cool. Um, are you going to like a bunch of like foundry groups right now? Yeah. Um, so plumbing is keeping me pretty busy at night mm-hmm. lately. Um, Just like from working late or? Okay. Yeah. I've been, so my boss is building a house right now. Oh, um, okay. And so we're doing the plumbing for that. So that's <laughs> kept us late a lot of nights. And then recently I've had a lot of water leaks. Mm. They're kind of letting me uh, go out and take a little truck nowadays and <laughs> kind of giving me more responsibilities which is good and i love it um but it's just calling for later nights and yeah long drives and stuff yeah um and so i i am in a tuesday night group and a thursday night group and then the sunday group Mm um i bet i'm about to get into like a guy's friday morning group nice so (laughs) yeah you're gonna be busy i'm very busy um but i love it (laughs) And it's always just something to do. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, recently I've just been like a desire to be in community with people. Yeah. Um, and, you know, getting in, a, getting, getting in, in, as, in as many groups as possible um, has just been, been good. Um, if I can't go, you know, just reaching out to people and being like, hey, let's hang out or do something. Um, and so, yeah, it's been it's been a great experience, and kind of just watching the Lord work in my relationships and um, my work and everything in my life. So. That's really great. Yeah. How are your relationships with uh, your family right now? Like they, mom, dad, siblings? Yeah, yeah they're great. Um, kind of what I left out was, um, you know, I went to French camp, learned a lot there. Um, it was just about two in your two and a half years of just you know craziness there but through it it was just like showed me so much um because there you know you can't leave mm-hmm. and you only have one phone call a week wow yeah <laughs> so it's like prison but you get a lot of time to think um, yeah so there you know just lots and lots of time to think um and so really reunited back with our parents and that's been really good just great relationship to to this Mm -hmm. day with them um everyone in my family you know have great relationships with um do you get to see them often yeah i see mom and dad um every sunday after church Mm -hmm. um and then i'll drop in and see them every once in a while they love (laughs) it um and then gracie and her husband recently moved to raymond um and so they're there std sir douglas lives behind mom and dad in a house <laughs> her her roommate bought um and then anna is in north carolina right now mm-hmm. just dog sitting and working and going to school okay. and just really keeping up with her and I'll probably see her this weekend um awesome. at my grandfather's uh 75th birthday party it's gonna Aww. be awesome so, <laughs> that sounds amazing <laughs> yeah it'll be great um but yeah, just great. The Lord has just, you know, brought us all back together um, slowly but surely. Um, and it's just kind of been cool to see how the Lord worked yeah. um, in our lives. Um, Definitely. So, yeah. Do you have any like goals or anything that you're like working towards for the future or anything like that? Yeah. Um, I would say a goal is probably, you know, continue to work. Um continue to grow um and um 
Yeah. Uh, I would love to buy a house yeah. <laughs> soon. So you're saving up um, then? So, yeah. Um, Are you good at saving? Not everyone is. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I would say a decent amount. If I, I sometimes have things that come up that, like, I'm like, I really want to get this. And I feel like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to buy it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, I do I do have, um, I'm pretty good at saving. Um, I bought my truck um, with cash. Nice. Uh, from doing yards. That's something that I wanted to uh, buy. And so I saved up a long, long time for that, just mowing lawns. Um, okay. And so I bought that with cash. Um, wow. And that was a huge goal for me. <laughs> um, and so I plan to do that with my house. Um, that's yeah. a big goal for me. Um, <laughs> and actually, so dad very generously is reimbursing me every month of rent <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, since I didn't go to college. And he's like, I'm going to put that money into a house one day. Wow. Um, and so, you know, putting that money away and putting the money I'm making from work into a big old pile and <laughs> hopefully get a house one day. So, um, but yeah, I, see, I would say that was a goal. Um, and just, you know, can any, another goal is just continue to grow in my relationships with um, just people uh, from Foundry and mm-hmm. old friends from French camp or people that just are kind of not... Um, kept up with is kind of reaching going back and reaching out to them and kept, mm-hmm. and um, just staying connected with them yeah uh, but also you know just um, through the we recently did 21 days of prayer and that's been really good just mm-hmm. really feeling connected um, to with my relationship with the Lord and really staying in that so yeah. that's been really really amazing really good um, did you always have like a close relationship with God like yeah Okay. Yeah. So, um, just being in, um, just a very Christian family, you know, I gave my life to Christ a long, long time ago. I, <laughs> I, I vaguely remember one night just crawling out of bed and being like, I'm moaning that I want to give my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably six or seven. Okay. Um, and you know, it, it didn't, you know, I didn't really understand all of it. Um, at that age, but, mm-hmm. you know, slowly grew and my knowledge, um, and my walk with the Lord. Um, did you ever have a moment where like of, of doubt? Did you ever, yeah. ever have a moment where like, you know what? I'm not even sure I believe in this. Yeah. Um, I definitely had, um, had a lot of those just growing up, just especially like with my family, um, mm-hmm. struggles, just being like, where are you? Like, mm-hmm. why are you like? Why are you letting this happen? Yeah. Um, but I would say in the last three years, just really connecting with him and realizing, you know, it's all his plan. Yeah. Um, and like, it's hard to understand, but you know, one day we'll be able to understand it. And, <laughs> um, and it's kind of been amazing how. Like, a lot of people don't see God's, work, like, work throughout their life yeah. um, for a while, like, until they're older. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can I can look back in my life. Um, it's pretty vivid yeah. um, of how the Lord has walked with me and just just opened doors and opportunities. And mm-hmm. it's been, it's awesome. It's amazing. That's really um, great. So, yeah. <laughs> what would you say are, like... Your strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses. Um, let's say, let's see. My weaknesses would be 
Um, hmm. I would say probably devotionals. Those are really hard for me because um, mm-hmm. I get up early um, and I got to go to work. Um, and if I want to get up in enough time to um, get enough time to read, I have to get up, you know, pretty, pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it's so hard. <laughs> um, and then when I get home, I'm just worn out. I want to take a shower, eat dinner mm-hmm. and go to bed. Yeah. And so just finding a good time and nights have been my, my time that mm-hmm. I, uh, that I, I do it. And, um, I would say prayers, prayer is really hard at night too, because like I close my eyes and then I'm just like drifting off to sleep. Yeah. Like, I have to get up. Um, so that would probably be my weakness, uh, right now mm-hmm. and my strength. Um, I would say is my people, like my people skills. It's just mm. like, I've recently just like really been trying to reach out with people, catch up with them. Yeah. You feel um, like you connect well with others? I think so. Um, and my work, um, um, it's a very people oriented thing. Um, plumbing. Mm-hmm. We run into people all the time. Um, and, you know, some people are happy to see you. Some people are mad to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just learning how to, even if, like, this person is just getting on your everlasting nerves. I had a sewer, or I had a water line the other day, and this lady just would not stop talking to me. I, like, I was digging, and I was trying to concentrate. She was trying to tell me how to do my job. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh. I was like, like, Lord, just help me to make it through today. <laughs> um, and she just kept going on and on. Oh, and then she was like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. And I was like, so I was like, so my mom's Daphne Clark. She's like, that rings a bell. I was like, my grandfather is Doug Dale. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I know your grandfather. And then after that, she just got all sweet. And oh. I was like, okay. Oh. Um, and so, I don't know. It was just like stuff like that. Just like. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lord, kind of help me get yeah, through that. Yeah, coming through for <laughs> <laughs> um, And so, I was talking about my strength. Yeah, so just people. Um, you know, I see people all the time. Mm-hmm. I, uh, hmm, I, you know, people open their door, and it's kind of like that decision. Like, what kind of mood are you going to be? in when like mm-hmm. no matter what kind of mood you're in or like no matter like what this person's like what kind of mood are you going to be in it's always I gotta always be like you know I want to serve these people mm-hmm. I want to go above and beyond to help these people out um yeah. and so that's been that's been cool because uh, I felt like I've gotten better at it um mm-hmm. and you definitely see like you definitely see a difference um, of just being able to go above and beyond what people is, expect a plumber to do, like a, the plumber to do. Yeah. We are very clean, um, and I love going back and like cleaning up after us, vacuuming. We got a little, <laughs> little teeny vacuum that way you can kind of carry around a vacuum, and the ladies love it. Um, <laughs> and they just eat it up, and they're just like, thank you so much. And <laughs> it's just something that I love to do. Just that clean, because... You know, it's a lot of times like women that are in the house mm-hmm. and they don't really know what they're going to open the door to mm-hmm. and have two clean plumbers, you know, very nice, respectful. And then they <laughs> clean up after themselves. They like go and tell, you know, all of their friends, you know, we have the best plumbers ever. <laughs> um, 
and I mean, they tell us, they're like, we, we're going to go to our Bible study and we're going to tell every, everybody there that they got to have y'all. Um, and yeah. so that's, that's been really fun. Um, yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. So any, any more questions? I think the only thing I have left for you is just like, what are your words of wisdom? What yeah. advice do you have for the people listening today? I would say um, no matter what circumstance you're in, no, the Lord has always got a plan. Um, mm-hmm. I saw that, you know, at French camp, at uh, just different times of my life where um, I was like, I don't know the reasoning behind why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard. It sucked up at a lot of times. Um, and, you know, it all just like the Lord showed me later on that, you know, he had a plan all the way. Um, like he had a plan all along and I couldn't see it but he he knew exactly what he was doing Um, and so um, hardships definitely grow you as a person Um, and I've had a lot of them Um, but I've also had a lot of wins and a lot of just victories that the Lord has shown me as well Um, Mm -hmm. and so there are a lot of people out there you know in in a hardship um and I would say just just know that um, the Lord's got a plan. Um, you might not see it for five years, but I would I would hope that one day you look back and be like, you know, God had a plan and He was just working mm-hmm. through my life. Um, and you know, that that would be my words of wisdom. Just know that God has a God has a plan and He's working everything for His good. It's good. I love right. that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. And thank you guys for tuning in this week. I hope you'll come back and listen next week as well. But we're saying goodbye for now. So talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.